All right. Well, here we go. Let's rock and roll, baby. Uh, hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. And today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Blue Hour Ghosts. We have a new album called Do, which is released on February 12th, 2021, via Rock Shots Records. And right now I'm being joined by Diego, Ricardo, and Simone to share some more information about this epic release. So, boys, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you, thank you for thank having you. us. Absolutely. Great to have you guys on. Now, I'm curious, mostly about this record called Do, which makes me think about so many things, like that the album itself is Do. So what is this record about? Why is this record <laughs> called Do? Is it because it's Do? <laughs> uh, there are multiple meanings behind the title. So actually, you got one. So actually, some things in life are due. So we thought that after a time uh, with no releases and with the lineup changes and stuff, uh, some music was due to people and those who were waiting for something new. And behind this, and beside this, we we also have another meaning for this. Since in Italian, the word due is uh, you you read it due, which means uh, two. And this is actually the second band's album, so that's also something more uh, as a meaning to give to this title for, for the record. So it's actually a double meaning for that. Get it? A double meaning? Yeah. Which is due. Due. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Makes it double. Yeah. Now, something you mentioned was some lineup changes, so maybe take us through that. Are the lineup changes... Uh, on this record, is it a new, basically a new new members on this record? Yeah, yeah. Precisely, we have Ricardo, who's one of the two new members of the band uh, in this record. He is the singer, so it was a pretty major change for us and for any band. Changing singer is is a is a major change indeed. And the other one is the drummer. We we changed the drummer. Okay, it's it's quite usual for for bands to change drummers so that was that was that was <laughs> like a, a, a more let's say canonical canonical uh, lineup change but yeah the, the shake up was was big because we we had new singers so you know the singer like uh, makes makes uh, a lot of the of the band sound even though the the band sound didn't uh, betray uh, betray itself. I mean, it's it was kind of a natural evolution of what we did on the first album. So Ricardo uh, fit in very nicely uh, on, on in, in, within the mentality of, of the band, within the writing process of the band, and that was was great. It was great to 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 hear, and it was great to make music together with with the new guys. Mm -hmm. So we are really satisfied with it. Yeah, something you mentioned there was you know the writing process of the band, which brings me to a couple of questions, and um, we'll start with I guess the drummer first because sometimes that that can make a big difference, and sometimes I guess not. Um, did it end up making more of a difference than you thought it would? Um, not more than we thought, but we knew that it would have made a difference. Uh, our new drummer, Andrew, 
is is a quite experienced guy in the in the in the local scene in the national Italian scene actually, and he is he has a, a strong hard rock back background, just as Ricardo has a strong hard rock background. So uh, we 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 had a, a, an influence in this sense. Uh, the, the 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 compositions were much more streamlined in this record compared to the previous one, and that was, I think, due to the to the <laughs> to the to the influences that the the guys brought in in this this new this new album. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, you agree? Me? Do I agree, or do they agree? No, no, Ricardo. Yeah, I, I do. I do. I mean. Yeah. Uh, and beside this, Andrew also had some previous experiences with the band. Uh, used to play some live shows before I got into. So um, he already knew the style and w- what it had to be done with the band. So it had an impact. But um, but in the end, uh, I think less than, than the one probably I had uh, when 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 we when the band uh, cho- chose me in place of previous singer Alessandro, who was also a very good singer, but the style is a little bit different, and uh, that's probably uh, yeah the puzzle bit that changed that changed more the whole picture, I think. Now, Ricardo, with regard to the vocals, I mean, when changing the singer, that's that's huge usually. Um, unless they were looking specifically for a singer that sounded exactly like the previous guy, which is always weird. Um, How do you feel that you impacted the sound of the record? Um, As I listen to the record, I can think that I I brought in some more, uh, something more direct, something more... uh, um, something more connected to the rock world, uh, something more connected to the synthwave and uh, 80s sound, which I like. But then a lot of other things got in because it's, it's an alchemy. When you work with uh, with other five people, then it's not just yourself. So what we produced together brought us also toward other toward other other shores like uh, there are a lot of n- 90s uh, sounds recalling the 90s in, in in the record and that came from some discussions we had some composition we had together and and the record itself it's uh, composed by everybody of us every track has got the um, yeah uh, the hand sign from one of us. I mean, I've been writing myself a couple of songs, uh, Diego, most of the songs. Something that changed a lot is the lyrics, since Diego took care of, of the whole lyrics uh, in the previous record. In this one, we we managed to write them and arrange them uh, uh, as, as a couple. I mean, we, we, did it, uh, we did it together, so it's really different. That's something that, that had an impact in this record. Uh, so basically what's in the songs and the compositions changed uh, because of my alchemy with everybody in the band it's not just myself for sure what you listen now in comparison to what you can listen from the previous record is more direct it's more pop in a way it's more rock always with a metal bass I mean uh, the sounds uh, we search for metal sounds but 
what you listen to is way more direct than the previous one. Yeah. So you basically – sometimes singers just get handed a song that's basically already completed, sometimes even lyrics and a melody. But it sounds like you were an integral part of how the album turned out. Yeah, that that was uh, that was very kind of the guy from the guys. I mean, <laughs> to involve me in the process. I mean, it's been uh, a choral uh, work in the composition of the song. So this is also something where Diego must should have something to say about, and Simone as well, because all the three of us involved in this interview, we we composed lots of the record. And so basically, yeah, we involved each other in every process in, in, in writing down this record. Okay. Something you'd mentioned was synthwave and an overall 80s sound. So I'm, I'm looking at Simone for this one. Did you bust yeah. out, did you bust out the Moog synthesizer and crank the wheel <laughs> and, and uh, tune, tune your valves and your, how did, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I make uh, terrible noises throughout <laughs> the album. No, I I, I try to mix uh, what is uh, Hammond or some uh, more vintage uh, sounds uh, with uh, new I try to make a mix that is well balanced all over the the album because. Yeah, you, you can find uh, uh, some um, vintage uh, sounds like piano, organs, uh, or um, uh, the, something very standard, but also uh, with um, uh, uh, computer programming and other beautiful um, tools, we added uh, a lot of uh, layers of uh, um, sound effects and also um, uh, arrangement that create uh, movement. You you have you, you don't have uh, um, uh, in uh, every in every song you don't have a stable pad, but you have also something that is moving on and create some uh, um, uh, some timing some. Uh, a, a way to to uh, to, to mix uh, also synth in a in a, like drum machine, but not with the drum sound. It's a, it's a very uh, complex layer, uh, mixing layer of stuff. So uh, every sound has is peculiarity. Uh, you, you need to listen to very well to understand how each sound is put in the in the in the right way yeah we had kind of like 16 uh, stem tracks from the keyboards to arrange so <laughs> we had lots mm -hmm. yeah, more, more than the drums more than the drums <laughs> yeah. yeah wow all right, I'm seeing a keytar in the music video here for On Black Clouds, and yeah, that's always yeah. 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 Sometimes I use it uh, not for echo, but during a live show, I'm addicted to to use it because I like so much. Uh, uh, makes during solo or uh, some point that I'm, I I uh, over the, the the other 
I like to to use this instrument because it's very, very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at the music video here for On Black Clouds. Maybe take us through this music video. Um, did you guys were able to do this during lockdown? Or was there a moment in Italy where there was... Because there was a moment where there was no lockdown, right? Yeah. yeah. Before the lockdown, there was no lockdown. So we did it then. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> yeah, it was right before. Right before it started. So no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. One year ago, February. So it, yeah. it, it was all kind of a normal at the time. And yeah... We took Snowball in time to shoot the video for us, uh, like in February. So we could manage to do it all. Uh, just the drums were done, like on the very first available date after the lockdown. After the lockdown, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So then the vi- music video has been sitting in the can for almost a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. precisely. Mm-hmm. But not only the video. Uh, I mean, when we were shooting the video, we already had a pre-production, a complete pre-production of the album, and it was like a, a, a semi-finished draft. I mean, it, it was very close to the final one. We only had to re-record uh, the, the, the tracks for the album, and we were set to do it in March or April. So we, with the pre-production track, we went on doing the video in order for it to be to be ready on time and then uh, the, the the pandemic uh, started and uh, and we had to put everything on hold so not only the video but we had the, we can say that we we, we had mm, the, the recordings on of the album on hold for for several months and then in this summer in that window where there was no lockdown we, we were able to to, to nail it and uh, and to to finish it on time for the for a 2021 release. Mm-hmm. We hoped it would have been 2020, but it wasn't possible. Actually, it was <laughs> out of our hands. Yeah, Yo. you're kidding. I wonder wonder, <laughs> wonder why. Um, <laughs> Just guess why. Guess, guess why. why? Yeah. Guess why? Uh, speaking of releasing the record, how did Rock Shots get involved? Were you guys already signed to Rock Shots, or was there some shopping around? We 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 tried a, a deep research for something new. Uh, one year ago, December, January, we took the first contacts with Rockshots. It seemed to us like a fresh new label uh, supporting uh, cool bands, uh, working uh, working uh, in the right way. I mean, um, they're doing the right things in the right time, and they, they they're following the right processes for to, yeah for year 2020 or 2021. Uh, sometimes you get experiences with metal labels that work like it is the 90s. <laughs> and, uh, and we were searching for something that was a little bit more at pace with reality. So working mm-hmm. with social, promoting the band in the right way, trying to bring us a little bit forward uh, with all the tools that fancy working today. And uh, we had a lot of contacts and then signed, signed our contract during the summer. So we were not uh, previously in the roster from Rock Shots. So Diego might, uh, yeah, Diego might talk about what was before because I was not in. <laughs> well, basically, we had a one a one album contract with another label, 
who to, towards whom which we are we are really grateful to because it, it helped us to to start. We wanted to bring uh, the the like the the the, the um, bring the, the the project a little bit further, and we were searching, as Ricardo said, with, for for some new reality. A modern, modern reality, but uh, in, at the same time, uh, uh, like an accessible. Uh, I know. I don't know if it, if we can say like this uh, reality. I mean, uh, something that 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 could uh, be uh, like easily reachable, uh, talkative, and always in contact, in touch with the with the bands. And and we found Roberto and the Rockshots. <laughs> who are providing us a very, very solid platform to develop. I mean, I would, yeah. I would say it like this. It's a very solid platform to develop with the right tools, with a, with a fresh approach, with a, with a humble approach, with a humble approach, not, not like, a, a, um, like not, not posing themselves as like a, yeah. on, on a pedestal. I mean, it's a, it's a very humble approach. I, 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 I speak with Roberto on a daily basis uh, on the on how the things are going and how to how to improve and how uh, and the next moves, what to do, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, so we are quite happy with that. It's not uh, common to find uh, such uh, mm-hmm. active, uh, present guys in, 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 I think, in music uh, promotion and and uh, and publishing. So we are right, really happy with that. Mm-hmm. Roberto's mm-hmm. the real deal, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh... He know he knows what he does. He, he believes in in the job we do together. So we feel it. So we work constantly, and we are happy with that. And that that gives us positivity, even in this moment where nobody sees the horizons in front of himself. So working with a project uh, uh, seriously and constantly helps you out in this period in the world. I mean, <laughs> in this situation we are all living. Yeah. So. Uh, something else I came across here was the production team that you guys chose for this record. It looks like um, he's returning, Giuseppe Bassi. So tell us about yes. working with Giuseppe. Uh, just tell us about that because it looks like you guys worked with him on the first album and then loved him so much. Or maybe he was just the only affordable guy. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think <laughs> I, I, I think that 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 in the in the I, I, I would I would call it business. I don't think it, if I can call it business, but in the music sector, let's say there are a, a plethora of affordable guys out there who could produce you uh, an album with a decent level of professionality and uh, and uh, and good sounding instruments, etc., uh, etc. Et but what? What we found in, in, in Giuseppe was the, the, the right person to, to drive our ideas to, to, a, to a higher level than they would have been without, without his, uh, his intervention. And that was really, really important for us on the first album. We had, uh, it was 2015, and we had already a, 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 like a, a, a full production of the, of the, of the album. Uh, a homemade full production, but it was sounding uh, was sounding good. But on the on on the arrangement side, it was still lacking something in our opinion. And working with him, 
was the was opportunity to put the accent on what he calls pre-production, which is something that many many bands, especially metal, overlook. And pre-production is really really important to 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 have a clear idea on uh, where do you want to go with a song, um, how to how to balance the moments within a song, how to create dynamics, how to enhance the arrangement, and all of this I think. Uh, is is rare to find. I mean, uh, at least in north in northern Italy, in the in, in the vicinity of our area, there are a lot of uh, valid technicians, but I would say a few valid producers. And this is what we found in Giuseppe for the first album. And uh, while while for the first album we went there with uh, too much stuff, and the only job was to rationalize this this stuff and. Uh, polish everything and um, make the composition sound more focused and that's what he did on the first record this time the process was 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 uh, carried on the other way around we went with uh, very draft ideas uh, a very basic demo of, of all the song adding as many layers as we, as we wanted but letting them uh, a bit a bit loose a bit sloppy before going there we had all the ideas in place and we we're working together with him on the structure of the song. And that was a different way of, of, of working, but allowed him to, to shine even more in, uh, combined with, uh, with, uh, with our ideas and uh, to, to create, to deliver uh, a more organic, a more focused, a more straightforward, as Ricardo said, record without, uh, without, um, without uh, let's say, um, Without relinquishing all the all the um, all the um, refinements in the arrangement that we li we really like, so we kept uh, our nature, but we made it more focused, more album oriented, as many listeners uh, pointed us to. So that that was the process. I mean, he's a he's a very talented guy, and uh, we we are really lucky to have him uh, forty kilometers from home. It's it's really lucky thing, lucky thing. He he's kind of the seventh ghost. Yeah, he is the seventh ghost. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actually, kind of quick question. I normally don't ask questions about you know band names because it's a really boring question. But uh, Blue mm -hmm. Hour Ghost, like today is Blue Monday. Uh, yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. True story. Yeah. Yeah. So I have the Blue Hour Ghost on Blue Monday at the time of recording this. Uh, <laughs> Is Blue Hour <laughs> is Blue Hour Ghost related at all to Blue Monday? Uh, are, these are the people who I, did themselves in because they saw their visa bill. Yeah, no, uh, I, th I think that <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, the, the band name was decided at, at the very start when me and Simona were were present. So the Blue Hour is is a poetic name, let's say, for the Twilights. Twilight in the, uh, before the before the dawn and the twilight uh, just right after the sunset. So it's a, it's a magical moment of the day. It's a very uh, suggestive moment of the day. It's it's quite it could be quite emotional sometimes and also shocking due to the colors that uh, act uh, as as a. Uh, Act as, a, as something as as a spark uh, that that resonates inside the inside the soul. I mean, in the Blue Hour, there's there's a there's a very special feeling uh, of of intimacy 
and uh, mixed with uh, with uh, with uh, with strong emotions, or maybe sometimes also with anguish. And uh, it's perfect time to 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 let out the ghosts you have inside. So this this is more or less the meaning of the of the of the band's name. In in our first album, Liner Notes, we just like uh, wrote. Uh, uh, um, Something like a, a vocabulary entry, a dictionary entry uh, for for blue for the definition of blue harbor ghosts. So that that was more or less saying this thing that I was trying to explain to you. I don't know if I've been clear, but <laughs> maybe that that gives an idea. Mm-hmm. So uh, the ghosts coming out at a very intimate moment of the day, which is the blue harbor. Okay, beautiful. Well, boys, I think we chatted about everything we needed to chat about. Uh, I don't have any more questions. Unless there is something that you wanted to chat about, uh, let me know. Otherwise, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Yeah, yeah. Well, something that that probably is um, is good to chat about is uh, you, you mentioned before, I'm going to be very brief, but uh, something that... Uh, I care about is is what happened in the last year. I mean, the, the album, yeah, the record was almost there, and the the video was almost there. We found an agreement with a label, so you think that's everybody, everything set, and nothing's left to do, to be done. But then in the end, this madness that happened to the whole world in the last year changed a lot of things, and the artwork as well. So, like, uh, the the record cover was done during the lockdown. So we said, yeah, we have a lot of time to spend on our things. So why don't we paint it? So we, we really made a canvas out of it. We, we made a whole paint out of it. So the lockdown brought us new methods and new ways to depict this whole record uh, in terms of, of timings, in terms of creations, in terms of reviews about the track. So... This record is actually kind of a child of the lockdown and the work crisis in the end. And it is, it's, it's really due. I mean, in the end, uh, at the end of all this, it's a, it's a due record <laughs> to those who have been living this period uh, we're, we're all living. So we're looking with positivity at the end of this because we have lots of stories to tell in this record. So, yeah. Fantastic. Hope people enjoy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's something that brings us brings us together. I mean, we've been living this experience all the same. So, Dew is coming out for you to be kind of a soundtrack uh, when you see the light out of this. That's right. The other light, yeah. Ricardo, is you kind of look like Brad Pitt. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's really kind of you because this is a podcast. Nobody can say on the contrary. So <laughs> trust this. That's right. That's right. Well, anybody watching on YouTube who agrees to that, just put in the comments below that, yes, Ricardo looks just like Brad Pitt. And if you okay. if you disagree, I guess, <laughs> let us know as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's absolutely incredible that, yes, there was quite the year last year. However, you know, where's where's the good news? And uh, Blue Hour Ghosts coming out with a, a new record with a new lineup um, on Rock Shots Records is some sunlight. Sorry, we lost I, I, we, we lost uh, we lost a bit of something in the end. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. So with 2020, there there was a lot of bad yep. things that happened. Yeah, but. 
Blue Hour Ghosts coming out with a new record yep. with a new lineup on Rock Shots Records is some sunlight out of 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. Great. All right, well, thank you, boys, for coming on today. Thank you thank for you, the space. Thanks a lot, John, and uh, good luck with everything. Thank Hope you. you will enjoy it you as well. Hope you're yeah. gonna listen to it and yeah. Big uh, big hug to everybody's listening. Yeah.